Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So... Let's find out about your background in retail, Timothy. Where did it all begin? When were you first roped into it? Well, it's quite, it's, I've only recently moved into retail, so it's been in the last, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the last 12 months or so. No, so what, I'm, what do you want to know? 12 months. I'm just, that was a joke. Yeah, 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 I think you need to say how long it really has been. I think it's been, don't skip years. I think nearly 25 years. Because you're only 26, so. So I'm, I wish, so I'm gonna be 40 in October. Um, dun, dun, dun. Scary, <laughs> scary. Um, and then, yeah, my first job in retail, I was 15, yeah, working at Thornton's, the chocolate shop. When I was 15, studying for my GCSEs, that was my first job. I thought I'd made it. Thornton's, it was like- I used to love that store. We had one in my town and I used to go in with my grubby little fingers. I was like, that was it Augustus Gloop. Yeah, yeah. Eating away. It was a cut above back then. The samples- Did you get to eat them? Ate all the samples, you know? So did you have any left for any customers? The ice cream. I was also scooping ice cream. It was like a factory outlet store. So it was like slight- seconds shop sort bit of hair in the sorbet a, a bit of dust <laughs> um but yeah lots of samples so in the back they would have trays basically huge trays with the, the same product in so the same sweet so they're like these these incredible jelly spiders that i was obsessed with just bury your face in it and they'd have like a hundred in the <gasps> in the box so yeah and then you would take those out for the clients one for me one for you it was literally that (laughs) i had a i had a one of my first jobs also i had to hand out samples did you yeah where was that it was a wittars of chelsea you know the like tea and coffee store also kind of high end yeah really (laughs) really high I i mean my manager at the time she used to tell me I really need you to take 20 little, they're like shot glasses of hot chocolate out and you need to get rid of them and then you can come back, until you can come back in. Hell, hell. Freezing winter, I'm out How here. old are you? 16. I, I got this job, my mum and dad were really encouraging that I go out and work. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I really want to do that. 
until I got to this place. And I would go outside and I it was used like, to take hours because I was from a small town. I mean, every 10 minutes, one person brought past. Yeah. I got 30 tiny shot glasses of hot chocolate. I honestly, it was like a weekend and I beat it the way I was knocking a mat just to get back inside this film. <laughs> Anything like that was my idea of hell. You know, it's like if they would ask me to go outside to hold a sample tray, I could feel my face like burning. No, like, the worst the worst thing would I always thought was at least I'm not wearing a costume or a sandwich board. So, I thought that would be you too You know far that me. life's you really hit the skidders if you're in a sandwich board <laughs> or a, a golf sale. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Street. Yeah, exactly. Or you're one of those, like I see in America, there those people that spin signs on the side of the road. Although that looks quite fun. It does. It does. What about the inflatable yeah, sign? That's, that... not, that's not a person. Oh, isn't it? <laughs> that's just an inflatable. That's not a role. I know you're looking for more. But Wittard, I don't remember the hot chocolate, but I do remember the iced tea. I used to go in for the iced oh, yeah, tea sample. Used to knock that back. So I used to live in Somerset and we had like. Um, a discount village called Clark's Village, Clark's Shoes. Yeah. And they had a Wittard. And I distinctly remember the, the iced tea samples. Those are probably the ones that I tried and put back and they had to take to the discount store because I'd had it. How long were you there? Uh, probably about a year because then I went, I had my exams at school. Yeah, same. So I was at Thornton's maybe, yeah, six or nine months. I remember how much... I was paid. I remember my hourly rate. It was two pounds eighty-eight an hour. You're joking. I still remember because I, I was so horrified. I remember working like full time over the summer, full time, and getting my pay. It was like three hundred quid. <laughs> you, hadn't, you hadn't seen friends. You were socially like absent. Yeah. Summer gone. No Everyone's life. Going, Wasn't summer fab? No. Yeah. Didn't get laid. No cider in the park. Thornton's. Monday to Friday. Three and three. 300 quid. What was your manager like? She was actually really cool. She used to collect me. Okay. I didn't even have to move. She didn't touch Safe me. Safeguarding <laughs> already. She didn't touch me. It's all right. Um, she used to collect me, so I didn't have to even have to get the bus. She'd pick me up. I think she was called- She was that desperate for employees. I think she was called Donna. I can't remember. Mine was called Donna. No. Yeah. She was like, salt of the earth, like, did she I smoke re- like a chimney? Because maybe it was the same manager. I don't think she was a smoker, but there was many smoker at Thornton's. I don't think they washed their hands afterwards and then they'd finger the, the, uh, the samples and or serve an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my manager, she smoked like a chimney and she used to, we didn't get long lunches, but she seemed to take about two hours worth of cig breaks. Yeah, I mean, day. that's that's separate to a break. It's 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 law, isn't it? A cigarette break. Two hours she was out. <laughs> I genuinely, I remember going outside the back for the first time because it was, the shop was nice. Then you go out and it'd be literally like a cold, it's like Chernobyl out the back. I remember going outside <laughs> where she'd stood with her cigs. Um, it was like Mount Everest of cigarettes. Of cigarettes. Uh, it, it was huge. I remember thinking that can't be good. And the irony was we weren't next to a health food store. No. Yeah, yeah. And they sold like health supplements. And she always oh, used Lord. to, com- no, she always, she always used to complain if they ever used our toilets because she's like, you don't know what's coming out of them. <laughs> good Lord. As if they were the unhealthy So ones. she thought because they were healthy or having regular bowel movements. Yeah. She probably hadn't had one in years. <laughs> she was, yeah, she was a character for sure. So then I went to 
do my A-levels in Leeds, Leeds College of Art. And my mate who was at college with me, Alexis, worked at Jigsaw. It was quite cool back oh, then. Jigsaw it was really cool. cool back then. So it was like 2000, it was still the place to shop. And um, I was still a bit shy. She was like, we're looking for someone. And then- went you, for you thought, I've got experience. I've touched those chocolates. I've sold, I've sold these Viennese walls. I mean, what's a leather, my oyster? What's a leather jacket? It's just a step up, really. <laughs> if you can sell, you can sell. <laughs> so um, yeah, I got the part-time job at Jigsaw, um, and loved it. Amazing. Look back. Yeah, it was really, really cool, and had the best bosses I think I've ever had. What kind of store was it like? Department? Was it in a shopping no, centre? No, so it was back when Jigsaw was really still like a major player on the high streets. So it had like a huge store on the main street, Brigitte and Leeds, like a couple of do doors down from Harvey Nichols on two floors. It was really, really cool. I had my managers were called Lisa and Michelle and they were just, they were just amazing. I loved everything about it. You know, drinks after work. So in Leeds, there was this like bar called Fiber. It was in like the gay quarter in Leeds and everybody that worked in retail would go there after work. Like I think from 5 p.m. it was two for one drinks. So it didn't matter. What store you're in. Yeah, or if you're gay or you were straight or whatever. Okay. You, everybody was descending on this bar yeah, yeah. after work. So it's kind of this, basically just a retail crowd. So it kind of it opens up this whole social scene um, that was pretty wild, yeah. I definitely didn't have that. Not at Wittard. <laughs> no, not at Wittard. After that, I, yeah, I guess I wasn't in retail, but I worked in a sh in like a supermarket. I worked in a Starbucks in a supermarket. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> that? So it was a franchise then. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like in the Sainsbury's. I worked there for a bit. That was sounds horrendous. Was still a tiny shop. Was it, how was it? <laughs> I wasn't selling. I was just. You were make, to you're just, a barista. Yeah. Wow. I know. It's so impressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, mostly. How was your squirty cream action? Did you have that down on yeah, the frappuccinos? Yeah, that's fine. The frappuccinos are fun. Honestly, I loved working there. Those are so it disgusting. Was, oh, but it was really fun to work there. I, we made all our own drinks, like flavorite recipes like there was the jazz oh, like special. off menu yeah yeah the secret that. menu a bit like stuff. mcdonald's you know the se mcdonald's yeah. secret menu so you were doing that yeah, what yeah. was the jasmine we special what did it have in it <laughs> i saw <laughs> but there were times and you don't believe it but you, uh, honestly the p things people left on their tables after they'd had a frappuccino or whatever disgusting vile nappies a like dog wee soaked things Nasty I mean, stuff. Not in, you in Jigsaw, probably you swanning around. To their, in their defence, I mean, the staff were just as bad. I'm sure. I mean, when <laughs> I when I was at Jigsaw, I remember after one pretty heavy night in this bar, going to work on Sunday, I'd had very little sleep. I think it'd been a house party in Hyde Park in Leeds. Got to work, and I drank loads of water. I'm like, I've got this. I'm going to be yeah. all right. And um, I'm on the first floor. I'm working alone, and. I, I know I'm going to be sick, you know? Yeah. You know, when your mouth starts yeah. salivating. Worst feeling. Alexis, my the, the girl who got me the job who I went to college with, she's upstairs on her lunch. So I call on the intercom like, Lex, 
you're gonna have to come down, I'm gonna be sick. She was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be down in a minute. Then I call, I call again, I was like, Alexis, no, you really need to come down, I'm gonna be sick. I hear the staff room door opening onto the shop floor. I'm behind the cash desk, vomiting into a jigsaw <laughs> carrier bag. Horrific. And then I just put the carrier bag in the bin behind the cash desk and then <laughs> served client. That's vile. That is vile. <laughs> and then went up upstairs to the staff room and kind of freshened up and then it was all good. You didn't even go home. Real no. trooper. No, I didn't. I didn't go home. I, I saw the day through. That would have been a long day. I know those days where you honestly, the time, the time ticks slower in retail, I think, than in any other thing. Oh, God, time no, is it, double. It wasn't there. It was so busy and kind of really vibey. And it was just back when retail was still, people shopped. Buzzing. Especially in Leeds in the north. Yeah. It's that vibe where people are like, what are you doing at the weekend? I'm going shopping. And yeah. they dress up and they've got their designer handbag and their glam. They're going for lunch at Harvey Nicks. They're shopping, that's their day out. When I was younger, I swear, when I was like 14, 15, 16, that's what we used to do. Me and my friends used to go shopping. I remember there was a thing called the clothes show in Birmingham. Clothes show live. Yeah. Yes. Used to I go there. I think I watched that once. My friend ran a brand that stocked in Topshop and they did yeah. clothes show live yeah, and I went to run the, uh, had a store there. It was horrendous. It, but that was it. That was the day out. You just go spend loads of money on. And we oh, say loads of money, like the the hundred pounds you've saved up. At and you weren't, well, you weren't waltzing around with a designer handbag. You probably had yeah, a designer. Yeah, probably had a bag. You probably had a designer carrier bag. Yes. You know when people would save them, I would save like from like if someone ever gave me something from Selfridges, not that uh, happened, but that bag was the big Hollister yellow bag. bag. Hollister bag I'd keep. Waltzing into on school front. on PE day with your PE kit in a Selfridges bag. Made it. Made it, quite frankly. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm pretty sure like no one from my school even got a Selfridges <laughs> bag. The most we got was like loads of Jack Wills and Hollister. Yeah. I Spritz to the nines with all that Hollister stuff that you thought smelled amazing and now I look back on it. You horrific. Like yeah, I think I bought like uh probably like a handkerchief at Vivian Westwood for like thirty pounds. Really I just wanted the carrier bag, you know? The carrier bag got more use. Oh yeah. When I rocked up for rugby on a Tuesday morning. They were like, who's this puff? <laughs> <laughs> and when did they know you were gay? <laughs> that didn't show up. So yeah, the carrier bag. Is that still a thing? No. 
I mean, I guess so if you've got a big brand. But... I think now more so with like the rise of counterfeits as well. And it's so easy to get hold of a really good counterfeit product now. I suppose even teenagers can have a counterfeit bag, you know? But I saw someone the other day who was, who had a really good fake. I mean, there's so many good fakes you wouldn't even know. And if you just put it in a real bag. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, I mean, they're all being made in the same factories, yeah. for sure. Oh, 100%. You know, it just, and then kind of constructed elsewhere, but the actual, the components are ma often made in the same factories. Yeah, definitely. So after Jigsaw, where did I go? And then I moved on to, I mean, I was going to get fired. I'll be honest. I wasn't. Did they start going through the, you know, like disciplinary action? Or did you not let I them get that they far? they threatened to, and then I told them that I was struggling with my mental health, which was a lie. I'd just been getting... It was a lie then. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd just been getting wrecked every weekend. And I'd started dating this guy who worked a couple of shops down. Oh, handy. Yeah. And... I bet you'd be like, oh, we've, we're out of something. We're out of till paper. Till roll. Yeah. I'm gonna pop just going to go down. Go down where? <laughs> Um, and yeah, so I was like seeing him and just partying every weekend. I was like not turning up for work. I even knew I had a shift and I was like, I'm not going in. But would you not go or do you just pull a sickie? Like what were your both, excuses? Both. Sometimes I would just not rock up or other times I'd call it. It varied. So you, some days you fancied about a, the a bit of theatre. You were like, I, it's my time. So Obviously, then they were like, I could see it was escalating. We had a one-to-one -one and then I, they were like, we're going to have to go down the disciplinary route. I was like, I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm depressed because you're making me so come So before I got pushed, I jumped ship and went two doors down to Harvey Nicks and was working. Is that where your fellow was working? No, he was like working for like a tailoring shop two doors up bit too high market for you it was all very you wouldn't have been able to fit in there it you? was all very incestuous and then yeah on to harvey nicks what about you then after starbucks is when i got the job where we are really yeah so this is the thing i mean i'm what i'm you have 39 to remember I'm a bit younger i'm 39 and you're 23 wow so actually you're not only your entire career is just beginning really so is yours. What and do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I did like a two-year a two stint at Harvey Nicks. What, just as wild. Harvey Nichols was out of control. Like staff doing drugs in the toilets. Like it was really messy, chaotic. Yeah. Like people would go out, would rock up to work in their going out outfit. Yeah, walk of shame floor, straight into work. Gurning. Oh my god! Not it was it was it was nuts. Uh, and then I went to uni, worked in a little shop there, a little independent in Wilmslow. Used to see David Beckham getting his uh, coffee every day at Starbucks. Is that why you, you weren't did the serving job? him? Were you? <laughs> that was me. Yeah, Wilmslow is like you know, oldly edge Wilmslow is like where all the footballers like R Ronaldo yeah, used to yeah, come yeah. in and buy tops and stuff from us. And then after that, on to office, office shoots. I've Ooh, done high-low. Yeah. High-low. That office was a low was point. A, a lot of feet play there. I, but did you enjoy doing it? Did you have to do that nice thing where they, they feel your foot and measure it? And they no, there was no measuring. Oh, I like there that in no Clarks. feeling. It's not Clarks. No, you but you know what I mean? You just hand them the bag. You'd hand stuff. them the shoes and just walk away. 
<laughs> and then after that, I was when I moved to London. So 2005, I think, and then was working, kind of moved into luxury then, was working on Sloan Street, managing a famous footwear it store. Runs with. <laughs> no, I mean, I can say it was, I was managing Patrick Cox. Yeah. So still like, it was on the back of wannabe of that kind of whole 90s. 90s yeah, it was absolutely huge. And he's a great guy, a lot of fun, again, a lot of partying. Um, and then I was there until uh, the business closed and Patrick like, decided to kind of focus on other things. So that was, that was an amazing time. That's a cool one. That's like a you're yeah. more involved, I guess, then with the company. Yeah, I mean, in the 90s was at its peak, but it was still kind of that kind of Britpop and London was still so vibey and it was like so much fun and lots of celebs coming through the door. <laughs> and uh, yeah, really, really good times. Yeah. And then on from Patrick Cox, God, I was like managing a vintage store in, in uh, Manchester. Oh, so you went back up? I went back up for a short time, not long. I think about 18 months. Yeah. Um, was doing buying for them, was like traveling all over Europe and a lot around the States, buying vintage clothing, mm -hmm. many a hangover, going to trade shows. Like, Tell us, like, what's, yeah, give us a bit of a secret on vintage clothing, like, because it's so big now. It's massive. You know, where where's the majority of it coming from, would you say? So in the States, the majority is coming from uh, the, so it's huge vintage mills. So they supply all over the world, use clothing predominantly to, um, like Africa's a huge importer of secondhand clothing. Yeah. That's their main trade. And then on the side, they have a vintage department, but all of the clothes come from overstock from charity shops or you know at when you go to do your recycling and there's the recycling bin for clothing yeah so people often think those are going to charity but actually they're not they're going to used fabric mills and then they're sorting that and then they're the selling the vintage pieces good. to clients all over the world wow yeah so i was there and then on to uh selfridges i was managing a luxury footwear store in selfridges Got an interesting colored sole on the shoes. <laughs> That'd be red by any chance? <laughs> Potentially. Uh, that was horrendous. <laughs> so I was there for a really short period. Um, was not a fan. I just, they called Selfridges a yellow prison for a reason. It wasn't the brand. It was like, it's just so intense working there. I imagine. And also what I hear from department stores is people just most of the time looking for the toilet. Literally from kind of getting onto your concession or getting onto your department to going on your lunch and getting out of the building is like 20 minutes. So that's 20 minutes of your lunch. You're going through security, getting out of the building. It's just a lot. And then at Christmas, some, you know, clever person at the top decided to increase the opening hours to 11 p.m. at night. No. So we're like getting home at like half 12, 1 a.m., I think most people can do a year to 18 months there and then they're done. Like yeah. every day you'd hear about like relationships crumbling, you know, these, these solid married couples, one of them would get a job at Selfridges <laughs> within six months. The, Divorced. 
it's the marriage is over, you know, and they're in rehab. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's that intense. That tough. Yeah, I think we, I think that's the difference, isn't it? That's what now we have these huge places like shopping centers, you know, that have every single store in. Actually, when you work in that environment, it's it's like a a cooking pot for everyone in retail. Yeah, and it's no you dealing with clients constantly, you know? Yeah. And usually if a client is seeking out a member of staff, it's not for a good reason. Let's be honest. <laughs> they're not they're not seeking you out for a chat and a catch up. So Is it because they saw themselves walking through the store? They may have soiled themselves. And they're in, looking for a bath. Intentionally in a fitting room. <laughs> That happened more than once when I was at Harvey Nichols. <laughs> and obviously couldn't find any toilet rolls, so we're wiping their bum with the fitting room carton. With the £3,000 designer dress. Or a used tampon in the corner of the fitting room. That, that was the norm. Yeah, Park no way. The job. <laughs> um, So yeah, so it was at Selfridges and then back kind of a few stints elsewhere, you know, like a few kind of short, periods here and there mm -hmm. and then thought I'm done with retail and I'm going back to uni so I went to Manchester first time round, mm -hmm. dropped out in second year and um I didn't know that yeah I went back to retail <laughs> went back to retail but this time round. but had you gone to uni before this yeah and then yeah. this time round, I was like I'm really done I'm really done. So I went back to uni at 35 yeah. to study politics with a plan. This was my plan to get out of retail. And you started in the same year. It was it was the year before COVID. Like I had a few months, COVID hit. I had a year sort of online. That was it. And then when I came back to London, because I went home obviously to save money. And yeah, then I got a job. In, re in retail where we met. Where we met. I think that's the thing, you know, so many people that work in retail are students trying to support yeah. themselves. It's so expensive studying now, particularly with even more so the cost of living crisis, like rents have gone up so much that it's just impossible to study and do a degree with the living loan that they provide. It's just, it's an impossibility. So, so many people are working in retail or working in bars or hospitality, you know, in restaurants just to try and keep a roof over their head. Literally, and I also think that, um, you know, London's always been known to be expensive. It's, you know, when I moved down here, I, I knew I'd have to have a job. It was, I just would have Any to. Any job. Yeah, literally anything. And the amount I applied for, you know, you must be, you have to be really privileged to not work at uni. It's so expensive. Yeah. The loan covers, you know, a little bit of it. Yeah. But to actually live, and you know when they say to have the university experience, to hang out with your friends, go for drinks, to really experience the city. I think that's the thing. So where we where we both work now, you know, you went, you were at, um, do you remind me, you were at St. Martin's. We had a, another colleague we worked with was at St. Martin's. Someone else was at Georgetown in Washington, D.C. I went to Cambridge, like, Really, people doing really interesting degrees. Yeah. All on the shop floor. All together. All together. All having a crazy time. Yeah, exactly. Because you just use any commission for drinks. <laughs> That'd be it. It's so, what's the commission? Commission is usually really small, like 1%. 
one percent i mean in a good in a shop two three percent yeah but yeah one percent's kind of standard so yeah if you're selling something for 600 quid it's six that's a beer six yeah. quid there you go boom Love it. retail's not so bad after all <laughs> even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns want to get a chiseled look in the jawline sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from juvederm volux xc juvederm volux xc is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with juvederm volux xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist visit juvederm.com that's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 